welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting with Bianca Hill, a senior from Dallas who is majoring in anthropology. Bianca shares some key insights about things that have helped her be academically successful during her time at Baylor. One of my favorite things that she shares is the importance of giving yourself space and giving yourself grace as part of your journey to academic success. Hi, Bianca. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Good. Doing fine. Well, can you introduce yourself to everyone and maybe share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor? Yeah, so my name is Bianca. Um, I just go by B. Um, I'm from the Dallas area, and I transferred to Baylor um, my third year going to college, and um, I just fell in love with the community and how caring everyone is. So that, and it's a beautiful campus. That's great. Well, I'm so glad you found a good (laughs) home here. So tell us about what you have decided to study while you're at Baylor. Um, so I jumped around mm-hmm. like everyone does, um, and I landed in anthropology, so that's what I'll finish with this December, um, and I love it. It's like just me and a major learning about people and how people think and how people have evolved to think with the, the way that they think, and I love it. <laughs> awesome. That's really exciting to be so interested in what you're studying. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes studying a little bit easier. Yes, definitely. really interested in it. Well, awesome. Well, thinking about studying anthropology and and the different classes you've had at Baylor, what are some study strategies that have been especially helpful for you? Um, I think it really depends on the class. Um, I think it's definitely been a journey figuring it out. Um, I know just in general, it takes me a really long time to get started and to get rolling. So just giving myself some patience and some grace and knowing Mm -hmm. that Once it happens, it'll start happening. Um, So I um, try not to start things if I know that I can't get the ball really rolling and um, I need like a lot of physical space because I'll roll around and move around and stuff. So (laughs) um, I make sure that I have a quiet space to study and um, I'll like spread my stuff all over a desk or a table or the floor. um, And I know that like if I'm reading, I need to read out loud while I'm reading. So maybe don't be in a room with people who are also reading. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I think giving myself some space, literally and metaphorically, um, and um, my color code, everything. And um, I think that's pretty much it. Well, tell us about the color coding. What is that like for you? Um, so I kind of, I don't really do it by subject. I kind of do it by like concept. So mm-hmm. if I'm um, reading through a textbook or um, watching a tutorial or something online. Uh, I might bookmark it with like an orange tab or something. And mm-hmm. then when I'm in the textbook, if it's not necessarily like the same topic, but um, kind of the same vein of thinking um, or just kind of whatever makes me think of, you know, even if it's not related, but um, you know, thinking of one thing just for some reason makes me think of something else. Mm-hmm. I just kind of connect them with colors. And then when I'm reviewing my notes and stuff, um, even if it doesn't really make sense because they're not the same topic, if that's just how I remember it, then I just kind of roll with it. It helps you retain the information. Yeah. 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 And that, at the end of the day, that's the key thing, yeah. however, however you do that. Well, what about 
papers. Do you write a lot of papers with your anthropology major? And yes. Any strategies you use there? Yes. Um, so I am someone who can just kind of whip out a paper. Once I've had, um, once I've kind of organized my thoughts, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't take me long to just sit down and just type a paper out. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll look over a prompt or whatever the idea is that I need to follow when I'm writing. Um, and just kind of let it roll around. I don't like sit down and make an outline. I just kind of think about it when I'm going to class. As an in class, think about things that could tie into the paper and maybe just make a note about it in the margins on my notes. And then once I'm ready and I think I have enough ideas, and they're kind of scatterbrained, they're kind of everywhere, but um, I have enough going on in my head to kind of make a paper, then I'll sit down and um, kind of make a really messy list of all the ideas mm -hmm. and then using that make kind of an outline and then just start typing so um my notes will be like just all over the floor and I'll have um you know things in the margins on this day of class and then um you know the same color you know sticking out of a textbook somewhere or whatever and so then they just kind of all tie together awesome <laughs> that's a really neat way to think about it and just again I love your metaphor for space that you yeah. give yourself some breathing room. Mm -hmm. So, and you let those ideas just kind of simmer and percolate in your brain. Yeah. And then as you have thoughts, you write them down somewhere mm -hmm. and then you just write them all down yeah. or type them yep. all down. Mm -hmm. And then you have something to kind of work from and pull yes. your outline from that. And, but I think that's a great, like offering yourself that freedom mm -hmm. to think like that and not feel like, Oh, I don't, I'm not going to write anything down until I feel like it can be structured just so, or, but just putting yeah. it all out yeah. there and then, and then working with it to mold it and make it. Yeah, fit. for sure. I think it's definitely taken me time to get comfortable with that because mm -hmm. it's not at all how I used to write papers. I would like read a book and be like, okay, this is what the topic is. Ready go. And then mm -hmm. I'd sit there and like stare at a page and like, this is not happening. And, um, yeah. So that's not at all that I do now. I don't, I don't push it at all. And um, I actually, this is kind of weird, but I do a lot of work when I'm walking. So mm -hmm. I walk to and from campus because I live relatively close by. And so um, while I'm walking, I might like pull out some notes and then for the rest of my walk, just kind of think about like whatever I wrote down, think about how it kind of ties into something else that I'm remembering from a different day of class or whatever. And so it kind of, it just very loosely comes together on nice. its own. Nice. So this it sounds like this process requires time. So yes, <laughs> how much time do you allow yourself before a paper is due? So you'll have plenty of time to do this process. Yeah. Um, I think, so I don't usually end up writing the paper until sometime within like two or three days of whenever the sure. papers do. Mm -hmm. Um, but I usually kind of start this looking through notes and pulling things together. Maybe, maybe about a week before. Oh, and yeah. I think, and it doesn't really look like I'm writing a paper until uh -huh. <laughs> like two days before or something. Cause it's, it's really just, I'm thinking about it. And every few hours, like I write a note down somewhere, or, you know, yeah. and the next day I think about something and I add to that note. Um, so it just kind of comes together throughout like a week probably. That's great. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. <laughs> Sounds like a great strategy. What about a study routine? So Thinking about day-to-day, -day, obviously each semester your course schedule is a little bit different and other things you're involved in may look a little bit different, but mm -hmm. when you do find that time and space to sit down and study, what are there any kind of typical 
processes that you go through um, that help you stay on track with your classes? Yeah, um, I am naturally super scatterbrained. I am all over the place. <laughs> um, so I have sticky notes everywhere. I have planners that have their own planners. I have um, tons of alarms on my phone and Fitbit and just everything um, just to keep me on track and um, help me like remember the big picture. Um, I think once I sit down and I start something, before I actually start working, I'll, I'm a big list person. So um, kind of organize, like make a plan for what I'm gonna get done, even if it's just like the next 30 minutes. Um, if I just sit down, I'm like, okay, cool. I have 30 minutes for class. I'm going to study. If I don't really know what, like, if I just write study in my planner, that doesn't really help. You know, it's better if I say something like going to read half of this chapter and then write some notes down or, um, going to go watch that YouTube video that the professor posted and like think out loud about it or something like that. Awesome. So it sounds like you're very specific with your goals. Yes. And it helps you stay on track. Yes. It's I'm awesome. not someone who can just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to study. And then it happens. Because I say I'm going to study and then I just Facebook. So and it's, <laughs> well, it can be overwhelming when there are a lot of things. Just, it's like, what, what am I going to do? Yeah. So this kind of lets the decision making mm -hmm. be less at, in the moment, but you've yeah. done that beforehand. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you find you use pockets of time between classes or between things to get a little something done? Yeah. So I usually, um, I know that I'm not someone who can think really clearly in the morning. So I try not to plan a bunch of stuff in the morning. Mm -hmm. So usually, um, I get everything I need for the day ready the night before. Um, and I make a lot of my plans for each day, the day before, because when I wake up, I'm like a total zombie and I need some time to just kind of wander around and uh -huh. just kind of eat and not think about anything. Yeah. Um, and by the time I walk to campus, I'm like fully functioning, got everything I need with me, um, and kind of a general plan for what I'm going to do. Um, and I'm sorry, I totally forgot the question. See, no, brain. But it's great. <laughs> so you are planning the night before mm -hmm. that's when you're, looking at the next day's schedule and you're thinking, yeah. okay, I have this 30 minute slot and I need to do these. Okay. This will fit in this one. Yes. And then, mm -hmm. Oh, I really need to review these. So I'm going to do that here. Yeah. So when you go to sleep, you you're ready for that yeah. next day. So tell mm -hmm. me about the morning. What is, do you have any sort of things that you typically do any sort of morning routine, especially since, Maybe that's not your most alert. <laughs> yeah, um, it's mostly just kind of um, like get to feeling ready to go, I guess. Yeah. So uh -huh. sure. um, just like get up, eat something, get showered and dressed, and you know, I have all my stuff packed and ready to go. So um, if I have some time before classes start or whatever my meetings look like in the morning, um, I'll, that's when I do like some emails or um, like just kind of organizing things. I don't usually like do any assignments or anything like that. And then throughout the day, if I have little pockets of time, um, that's usually like reviewing things. Mm -hmm. I don't usually start assignments in the middle of the day because I just, you know, I'm going from one class to the other and I'm kind of mixing thoughts and stuff. Yes. So um, a lot of that happens for me in the afternoon and evenings. Um, but I also am not someone who like stays up super late because then I just can't function. So, yes. <laughs> so you kind of have your sweet spot mm -hmm. in that afternoon and evening when yeah. you can like longer blocks maybe mm -hmm. when you are studying. Yeah. Okay. 
Great. Well, it sounds like you have a really good handle on the time frame when you're most productive mm -hmm. and, and that's really exciting. And that's a journey in itself to oh, yeah, learn yourself sure. and understand mm -hmm. kind of how that works. So that's great. Um, well, where are your favorite places to study? Um, so I need silence mm -hmm. and a lot of space to move around. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really like the basement of Sidrich. Um, not very many people know about it. So hopefully that'll change with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're, they're like little couches, so you can take a nap if you need to real fast mm -hmm. between classes. I also do that. Um, and there's just a lot of space, so it's kind of roomy. Um, I'll also, sometimes just kind of find a bench somewhere outside if I'm just going to read or something that, like, being outside that helps. Um, kind of different quiet spaces, so Mars Booking Science is kind of like the one of the underrated buildings. That's great, but no, most people aren't there. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes like a clock tower in the BSB, but just different spots. Awesome. I try to change it up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. What is sometimes one of the greatest teachers really in our lives or times when we've had to deal with the challenge or maybe overcome a mistake and learn from it? Have you had an experience like that since coming to Baylor? And what does that taught you? Yeah, oh my gosh, so many. Um, <laughs> mostly hum humility. Um, I think even like without wanting to be proud and trying to be proud, it's really easy to fall into that and just um, just feel the pressure of, like I made it here, I gotta get through it and push through and figure it out on my own. Um, but the truth is that no one's, that doesn't work for anybody. Um, and it's fantastic to learn that here because everyone here is so caring and there are so many resources for us. So uh, my personal journey, uh, by the time I transferred here, this is my third year in school. And so I kind of figured out a lot of the academic stuff, um, but I struggled with anxiety and depression my whole life and just decided that if you don't think about it, then it won't happen, which is not what happens. That's not how it works. <laughs> Um, so I, in the middle of my, what was supposed to be my senior year, decided to withdraw and took a mental health break and used the counseling center on campus, OLA, um, academic support programs, just a ton of different resources on campus and found a lot of comfort and a lot of encouragement and guidance through all of that. Um, to the point where, you know, I was seeing a therapist and I tried medications that didn't really work and then I found some that did work. And, um, it's something that's kind of removed from school and that people don't usually talk about. Um, but it's so important, just really any part of your health is so important. So for me, learning to take care of myself, um, making sure that that's something that I'm making a priority. And um, I think taking care of myself in that way, just, it kind of just, I don't know what the word is, but um, just fixes other problems because it affects all of you mm -hmm. and how you're able to think and how you're able to perform in classes and um, even in extracurricular things. Like if you're healthy, then you know that it makes sense that you're going to yeah. do better. So um, for me, I think overcoming that and learning um, that, you know, if you just give yourself some grace and like, if you need more time than usual for something one day, okay, you need more time than usual. Like go ahead, girl, like mm -hmm. you do your thing. And, mm -hmm. um, I think learning that, learning to be open about it, you know, like more vulnerable, which is like the scariest thing and it's awful, it's horrifying, but also great and glorious because that's how you bond and it's great. Um, so I think learning that has helped me not only, I think be more successful because when I, you know, if you acknowledge things that are 
in your way, um, you're acknowledging the hurdle, then that's how you get over it. That's how you fix it. Um, and also just, I'm like much more in touch with myself and better able to, um, I think just reach my goals because I can do that better in ways that are good for me and help me as I'm doing those things. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. But yeah, just being willing to reach out to those resources mm -hmm. and recognize yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's okay to ask for help. It's yeah. okay to be vulnerable, which can be a challenge to do. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm so glad that that's been a part of your well, another question you kind of talked about how kind of working on yourself can spill over into these other mm -hmm. aspects of your life. And you mentioned extracurriculars. So are there any student organizations that you've gotten involved in since coming to Baylor? Yeah. So when I first got here, I found out that we have like almost 300 organizations. <laughs> and I was like, that's great. I'm going to do them all. Uh -huh. Um, obviously it didn't happen because there's too many, but, um, I've definitely dabbled in a bunch of different things, mostly, um, different service organizations. And, um, I've kind of, as I've, um, as my time has kind of grown here, I've moved more and more towards working with transfer students. And so, um, I'm on a student led council for the transfer housing facilities on campus. And, um, I had an internship that I'm kind of following through with now for um, the transfer student success department on campus. So just really working with transfer students. Um, a lot of my work is like the welcoming process. So helping transfers transition to Baylor, helping um, them find the resources that they need and um, just just finding home here. So that's kind of what I do. I've also done, been in um, like a Latin Bible study group, Latin dance society, the gospel choir, uh, sand volleyball, um, just a bunch of random things. At this point, I mostly just do transfer stuff and I coach volleyball in the area, which absolutely feeds my soul. I love it. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it sounds like you've really found what are those passion areas mm -hmm. where you want to spend your extra time. It sounds like they're very rewarding for you. Yes. It's so. <laughs> great. Well, thinking back about your first semester at Baylor. We, we may have a lot of people listening who this is early on in their Baylor journey. Do you have any advice you would give your first semester self? Yeah, well first, if we do have those listeners, welcome home, <laughs> so happy you're here. <laughs> um, I think, I definitely touched on this before, but um, just like give yourself some grace, give yourself some room. Um, like no one is asking you to have everything figured out really mm -hmm. at any point, but especially not when you first get here. Um, I think it's the same if it's your first year in college or if it's your, you know, your fourth year in college and you just transfer here or whatever it is. Um, I think there's just so much pressure to get here and hit the ground running and just figure it out. Um, but that is not at all what it has it should be. Um, so I think if I would have been able to just tell myself, it'll happen. You will figure it out. You know, mm -hmm. I, like I know myself and I know that I'll work hard and that I'm excited to be here and all of that. Um, and so that comes naturally for me. So just saying, you know, you can take a break. It's not a sin. You're fine. <laughs> Would be super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. The quote that comes to my mind is that be gentle with yourself. You're mm -hmm. doing the best that you can. Yes. And sometimes we can be our own 
harshest critics. Oh, and for so, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Giving that grace is important. Good. Especially in a whole new environment that you're yeah, just yes. trying to get used to and figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you talked a lot. It sounds like you have a lot of systems. I heard planners and sticky notes mm-hmm. and what are kind of those time management tools that stand out for you that have been key to helping you keep track of assignments and papers and tests and meetings and all and classes and all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely a lot. Um, well I have a planner. Um, I'm someone who likes to like feel a physical planner. So Mm -hmm. I have like a real like book, you know, like this point is 2018. So what is book? But, (laughs) um, so that kind of helps me keep like the big picture in mind Mm -hmm. and just, um, um, be able to see all at once when things are coming up within the same week, within the same month, Mm -hmm. you know, at some point later in the semester. Um, and then as like a day to day thing, um, like more small scale, from the planner, I just have sticky notes all over the bathroom, all over the bedroom, mm-hmm. all over the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, you need to go to the grocery store today at this time. So get this, whatever. Um, and I also, since I have my phone with me, it's like, you know, a third arm, I have <laughs> a ton of alarms on it okay. and, um, I'll like send myself an email or send myself a text or just a lot of little things throughout the day kind of have a system. So planner yeah. is home to all the things. Yes. And then the sticky notes, the reminders, the alarms, they kind of help you mm-hmm. kind of prompt you to remember yes. everything that's in your planner. Yes. Do you use a special type of planner typically or are there any components that are important to you when you're getting a planner? Um so planning is something that helps me organize things but also stresses me out. Okay. So <laughs> Um, so my planner is a planner that's made by a comic artist who I like. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Sarah's Scribbles, but, um, it's just, it's just a funny little cartoon comic thing. And, um, the comic artist makes planners. And so, um, so every week has, it's like, a, um, every page is a different week and on the side of it, it has a different cartoon for that week. And so, um, it's like different colors and yeah. it's got room for like serious stuff, but also obviously like a joke every now and then. So it's fun. It keeps me excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. That's important. That's good. Especially, and this is good that if you kind of know, okay, I know I need to plan, but sometimes it does kind of get me a little stressed. Yeah. (laughs) Having something that's going to be lighthearted and encouraging in there. Cool. I'll have to go check Sarah's scribbles out. (laughs) Well, what we talked a lot about studying and what are things that you do for breaks when you're studying? Um, I have so much energy naturally. So really anything with movement um, kind of depends on where I am. So if it's like between classes and I don't have much time, I'll like go for a quick walk around the building mm-hmm. or do some stairs or something. Um, if it's it's kind of later in the day and I'm working on a big assignment at home, I might play volleyball or um, go for a little run or ride my bike or whatever. Um And then if I just need like a two minute quick, like just shut my eyes, break kind of thing, um, I just like sing or dance. I'm not very good at either, but you know, it doesn't matter. It's just for fun and it um, clears my mind and lets me come back kind of refreshed. So really just anything with movement and expressiveness, I paint, whatever. Okay. (laughs) So being creative, moving around, being Mm -hmm. active. Awesome. That's great. Well, you mentioned some resources earlier. What has been maybe your favorite resource that you've utilized at Baylor? 
Um, so the wellness department in general is fantastic. There are just tons of different facets of the department that um, really make sure that all of our physical, spiritual, emotional, all of the needs mm-hmm. are met. Um, so I've made use of the counseling center. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been cool to find out about all the different parts of it. Cause I think usually when you hear counseling center, your first association to that is like one-on-one therapy, which mm-hmm. can be really intimidating. It's definitely mm-hmm. not my thing. Um, but there are like group therapy options and there are ways to reach out to the community and find things off campus and stuff like that. So that's been fun for me. Um, and then kind of just participating in all the different random events on campus because mm-hmm. there's just so much happening all the time. And, yeah. you know, you don't have to be a part of everything to, to feel welcome at, at events. Um, so I think that's been fun um, to kind of let loose and refresh things. So definitely the counseling center and um, Ola mm-hmm. has been helpful. Um, so that's again, just like taking care of self and yes. checking in occasionally when I need to and just saying, cool, I need more help than someone else might, but that's great. Cause now I'm going to be able to do my things and that's what matters. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And we'll definitely link to all of these great resources you've mentioned in the <laughs> show notes on our website. So if you're listening and interested in how you can connect to these, that's great. And there are so many amazing events on campus. So oh, we'll yeah. also try to link to the calendar so you can kind of see what different things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just really have one more question for you. And you you said you are getting ready to graduate. Yeah. And that's really exciting. So yeah, for sure. What are some of your hopes for your life beyond Baylor? Um, I have so many, so many. Um, I, I think my like immediate goal, I really just want to stay at Baylor. I love being here. Um, I feel very much at home here and, um, I just really believe that college can be a really transformational time. Um, and I think that if we can create an environment for students like myself, students who are just coming into college, um, just to find like a judgment free, really caring place. Um, like that's where we'll, where we will find like the most success. And so I'm just really excited to be a part of that if I can be. So, um, I'd love to stay at Baylor, work in some kind of student Mm -hmm. support, um, setting. Um, if not, I, I'm really passionate about a lot of kind of unrelated things, but, um, mental health is obviously something that I try to advocate for. And, um, I'm interested in understanding and, um, trying to, find help for different kinds of like addiction and homelessness and things like that. So um, if not Baylor, staying in Waco and working with one of the nonprofits in town mm-hmm. that address those needs um, would just be fun for me and I think would give me a lot of energy. So that's kind of that. And then long term, you know, just chase different dreams because there's a lot of them mm-hmm. and there's just so much to do. So that's exciting. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the future is very bright, both <laughs> for you and for all the people that you are going to encounter and be able to help improve their lives in some way with all of your um, passions and your focus on, on helping others and serving others. So yeah, thank you, you so much for sharing with us today. Yeah, thank and you. Best wishes on a great semester. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, I really appreciated all the different things Bianca shared from 
details about how to prepare for writing papers to just being really transparent and open about challenges she's faced and the resources she's found to really help her. I appreciated all she shared and I hope you too can have the courage to seek out the resources you need to be successful. We're rooting for you. Until next time when we hear another student success story. Bye-bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. You can keep up with the podcast and subscribe to episodes by searching Student Success Stories on iTunes or go to our website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast for a direct link to subscribe and also a link to listen. You'll find all the show notes from this episode there. Music for Student Success Stories is Cherry Monday by Kevin McLeod. You can hear more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com.